Hey, this is Shamina. This is the Two Quick Things podcast. Thanks for coming back. I ended up taking an unscheduled week off, and I'm going to tell you a story about why I took the time off. And Number one, I was tired, but then also some things that I learned and wanted to share in the time that I took off um, from the podcast and a little bit of time off of work. So here's a story. So I had had a toothache for maybe two days and then it started to become unbearable. And it's one of those teeth like it's in the far back. I don't have my wisdom teeth, but this tooth is in the far back. It's like right next to where the wisdom teeth would have been. And it was killing me. Um, And I felt like I couldn't chew anything on that side at all, but it was one tooth that was giving me pain. I didn't know where it was coming from or at, or why it had come to be. I don't recall eating anything like super crunchy or like, you know, sometimes popcorn or like a tortilla chip will get in between your tooth or something. And you're like, what is this? And I don't remember any of that. I just remember all of a sudden I was in like heavy pain. And so I was doing all my chewing on like one side of my mouth and I was like, this clearly is not sustainable. What am I going to do about it? So first I was like nothing because uh, sometimes insurance can be a scam. And I had already I wasn't set for my to go to the dentist for my, you know, twice a year checkup. The first one isn't until like end of February or March. And I was like, well, no, they're not going to get me on this. And so I was like, I guess I'll just I'll pray about it because, you know, black people in prayer and don't be, don't try. Don't, you know, get me wrong. I certainly believe in the power of prayer, but this pain wasn't going to go away like that. So I was like, I am not going to be able to focus on work. I had this massive headache in the back of my head. I could feel the tooth and the gums around it pulsing. And I was just in so much pain. I didn't even eat for like a day and a half because I was like, it hurts to like eat anything because sometimes food kept trying to slip its way over to the other side, even if I had like mashed potatoes or something. So... I was like, I'm, it was 10 o'clock at night watching TV and I'm like, ugh, I'm going to call the dentist in the morning and I'm just hopefully that she can squeeze me in. And I have a black woman dentist, which is fantastic. And I'll tell you why you'll hear why in a minute. I'm sure lots of other dentists are fine, but this is mine. So this is my story and this is my podcast. Thank you. But I called eight o'clock rolls around. I called and I was like, okay, maybe the phones don't turn on until 805. So I called the 805, nothing, 815. And I was like, you know what? F this. I'm going to the dentist's office because it's like maybe a seven minute drive. I'm going to show up and they're going to help me. And I'm not going to work all that day. I'm not going to work from home. I'll stay there until they can help me. So I get in at like 830 or something because I was dressed and ready to go for her. You know, hopefully they could squeeze me and I get there and I've been going there for over a decade. And they're like, hey, it's not, you're not, your appointment's not today. And I was like, I know, girl, but my tooth is hurting. This is the, fr- the woman at the front. And she's like, oh, Dr. Such and Such is full um, all day. And she's got back to back. And I was like, okay, well, I need her. Like, I don't, I'm not sure what else to tell you. It's not a big dentist office, um, but she stays booked and busy. And I was like, I need her. Like, I can't, I'm not. I can't leave because I'm in so much pain. And so she was like, okay, well, let me go back and check with the dentist and see what she can do. So, of course, um, and this is where, like, I feel like a true connection. I was like, this is why I have a black dentist. And this is why so many people talk about having healthcare providers, be it a dentist, a GYN, a primary care physician, a nurse practitioner who are um, the same race as them. Because low-key, I feel like if I had gone to, like, a dentist that was not a black woman specifically, they would have been like, well, can you come back this afternoon? 
And I would have had to say, no, I'm staying here right now. So I, we can do this one of two ways. So we should do it my way so that we can get this over with. But she was like, I could hear in the back. She's like, oh, she's here. Like she never comes in, bring her back, take the x-ray and I will, I'll squeeze her in, in between like before the next one. And I was like, thank you, Lord Jesus. And she plays gospel music in the office too. So I, I was praying on the way there. And so I get back there, they take the x-ray they're like, oh, I can't see anything. And so then doctor comes over and she's like, hmm, what's going on? And I was like, I have this massive headache. This tooth right here is bothering me. It's such and such. And she looked at it and she was like, oh, you have a cracked tooth. And I was like, girl, what does that mean? And how do we fix it? And she's like, it's got to come out. And I was like, okay, well, right. I can do it right now. I'm not going to work. I can have wife lift over to come and pick me up because I drove over. And she's like, I can't do that kind of work here. You have to go to an oral surgeon. And of course, my first thought was like, "Ooh, how much is this going to cost? Because like an, an emergency oral surgery appointment. And I didn't want to be like, I don't don't just numb my mouth, which she did numb as we were talking. So I was feeling I was feeling better already because the pain had subsided momentarily. But I was like, I don't want the, the laughing gas because I don't think this is funny. I want to be put under. So IV me up give me the pills, whatever, because I don't want to feel any tugging, none of that on my face. I want to be knocked out and I want to wake up and it be over. And then me be confused when I get up. Because I've only been, I've been put out once other once time before when I got my wisdom teeth out. And she was like, ooh, let me see what I can do. No, it's like the under promise over deliver. So she's like, they can get you in at 10. Mind you, it's like... 845 by this point and I was like done where do I sign up I didn't I couldn't even think about the cost because I just needed the pain to be relieved and I'm telling you I 100% know that if if I didn't have a black woman dentist that was going to hook me up in that way and refer to me refer me to somebody who was like a mile away who could take me that day I would have been lost so shout out to Dr. Benton is her name shout out to her um so I went over and it was a real fancy dentist office, like fancy. They have like big screens and stuff. Um, and it was an oral surgery and dental implant office. And I had seen it before and it looks really fancy because you can see it from the freeway. And I'm like, damn, that's must that must be where the wealthy go. And here I am, not wealthy, uh, wealthy in so many ways, but uh, financially still trying to get there. But I was there. They were super nice, very helpful. I didn't feel a thing. When I tell you I felt nothing, they, he started the IV. He's like, in about five minutes, you'll go out. And I was like, in about five. And then I was out. And then I woke up and I told him, I was like, you can start now. Cause I thought I had been asleep for maybe about 30 seconds. Um, and then it didn't end up costing nearly as much as I thought it was. I thought it was going to be well over like a thousand plus dollars out of pocket, which I can afford. Thank goodness. But I just I, I wasn't quite prepared for that. But, hey, this is why you, we save and we have contingency plans and whatnot and money that's liquid that we can access. But in all of that, so I recovered for like a day or two. I had a big old chipmunk chink on one side. Thankfully, all is well. I can chew on both sides now. So let me get to the things and the lessons that I learned while having lots of downtime, sleeping a lot. And just thinking about my circumstance in that situation. So hopefully this will help somebody. If not, tell your friends it's going to help somebody else. I know it will because I already been pissed people off with one of these things. So the first one is if you have access to benefits, I would highly encourage you to be somewhat familiar with what those benefits are and enact those benefits. Because there is likely 
you're likely paying for them to a degree and or your employer is paying for them. If you are uh, fortunate enough to work at a place that has that pays 100 percent for your benefits, use the benefits, use it, get the physical, do the preventative care that you need to do so that you hopefully don't find yourself in a position to be like experiencing something that you could have prevented along the way or got to earlier than later. So if you have, if you're in a position where you're, you're going to pay for the benefits. Um, so if you are hundred percent covered either by your employer or a combination of you and your employer, check and see what those are. There are things that you are likely missing that you should be getting. So uh, preventative stuff like a flu shot. If you're believing in flu shots, um, vaccinations, if you believe in vaccinations, I am a person who believes in vaccination. So if th- that's me and that's, that's always going to be me. So that's me and my house quote, we're going to do the vaccination thing. Um, well, woman exams, uh, mammograms. Um, let's see what is it? I don't know exactly what the men do when they bend over and they have to be examined in that way, but check that out. Like, You don't want to be walking around here with something that you could have prevented at the low, low cost of sometimes nothing because some uh, benefits uh, providers have they or they're so focused on prevention that those things are at no cost because it's cheaper to get you in for this little bend over and cough business or like squeeze your boob in the machine thing than it is to have you going through super expensive, very toxic to your body and very painful medical procedures that are extremely expensive in the future. So take a few minutes, either get to know your benefits administrator at your company, your organization, your institution, or look, there's usually a summary. It's a few pages, but it'll break down those things for you in a pretty easy way. So if you have access to those, use it. Um, in, a, in the spirit of checking out your benefits, there's likely so, uh, something that you are paying for that you don't need to be paying for. So, for example, I was just talking to my father-in-law about this the other day, and he was like, oh, because I have Medicare or Medi-Cal, I don't know which one it is, uh, blame, charge it to my head and not my heart for not knowing, but because he is a senior and he has either Medicare or Medi-Cal, don't know, um, but one of those allows him to get a free gym membership. So he signed up for 24-hour fitness. So I'm over here trying to get for free as a part of the plan. It's called like silver and fit. Um, and so I'm telling my mom, I'm like, talk to your social worker or the person at Kaiser and be relentless about it. Get me on the phone if you have to, because I've certainly done that before. I've gotten on the phone while she's at the doctor's office. And sometimes it takes me advocating. And sometimes it's a threat of, um, do I need to come down there? Because that's a flight. And I'm I'm going to raise all sorts of polite, but holy hell, if I have to come down there. So look into those things that you could be doing and benefiting from. Sometimes your benefits programs will have like you can get cheaper tickets to like uh, sports events or like the circus if it's in town or uh, different events or discounts on insurance or pet insurance or stuff like that. There's all these things and resources that are out there that we, I think, are sometimes afraid to because we don't know how to do it or what to do. And sometimes it takes someone like me being like, this was my experience. Check it out. Like if you can save dollars and keep extra dollars in your pocket, uh, why wouldn't you? And it doesn't, it's not hard. It's sometimes the hurdle of being like, I don't want to get on the phone and sound stupid by saying this, but sis, you, I would rather sound stupid on the phone and save my money than to spend my money and think I'm smart. Cause the smart thing is getting on the phone and asking for help. 
Um, and then the second thing that I have is around, or third, I don't really know, is around retirements. Um, so I, like I said, I had a lot of downtime to not work because my mind, my mind was still a little bit cloggy, clogged and I didn't want to be trying to like do, you know, full on work and like sign people up for benefits. And I'm like, oh yeah, they have benefits, do they? So one of the things I was thinking about, I had some time to like look at my own retirement plan. So here's the, here's the short of it. Sign up. If your company, organization, institution, school offers a retirement plan, sign up. Most of these you can sign up and start by putting in like $15. That's usually the, that's the lowest minimum that I've seen, $15 per paycheck. So if you get paid once a month, it's $15. If you get paid every other week, it's $15 each time. So look at it, it's per paycheck. Because you, I always say that... Um, I have named my older self, and that's a shout-out to the Budget Nista. So when I... And I'm not going to share my older self's name because it's none of your business. You don't know her yet. I'm still getting to know her. But I don't want my older self to be having to work um, when I get hopefully past like 62, 63. I don't know if that's going to be reality, but I'm going to do everything that I can now to set her up to not be able to work and to be able to function and live, you know? Um I'm not an expert on this stuff, so, like, I'm just your homegirl telling you this stuff and uh, hopefully opening your eyes to what's right in front of you. Um, And while I'm not an expert, I do know that money grows with time, but if you don't invest in learning even, like, the very basics, and by very basics, I mean you sign up for the account with your company, you sign up for the Fidelity, you sign up for the Charles Schwab or whatever— And then you put an automatic deposit. You can either do pre-tax or post-tax. Post-tax is called Roth, IRA, Individual Retirement Account. You can either do the pre or the post, which, you know, maybe I'll try to figure out somebody to help me explain that one day. I have it, but I don't have enough time on this show. Um, So I have an understanding for myself. And it makes sense. And so I tried to explain it to other people, and they're like, yep, that's it, Like like our tax person. And so I know that... You sign up, you put the money in, and oftentimes either there's a matching from your company, so the company will match every dollar that you put in up to a certain amount of dollars or a certain percentage, or they will put in a like a no matching amount when you start. So some companies wait six months. Um, the organization I'm with is after a year, they start putting in 3% of your annual paycheck in over the course of a year into a retirement account on your behalf. And you don't even have to put anything in there. You do need to sign up for the account so that it, you know that it exists. Um, but they're do- a lot of some companies are doing that on your behalf already. And so if you think about it, if they're putting in, let's say they're putting in $50 per paycheck for you, you're putting in 20, 15 or 20 for you, there is like $65, $70 that is growing. So that is being invested. It's not just sitting there at a savings account where it's like 0.00001% or something ridiculous. You get like a half a penny every six months, but it is growing. They are investing that and it is growing and you can see it grow. There's so many of these platforms that are easy to understand, as in like it's when your money grows, there's a plus and there's a green dollar amount. So like low key, my I have some money in a retirement account. It grew in one day and it's a market. So it's going to go up and go down. So you got to figure out your tolerance level. Um, Mine is pretty moderate to conservative right now. Um, Because I'm still learning. 
but I saw the other day it was a plus in green and $226.37. I remember that because I was like, I didn't even do anything to earn this. But yet now this is a part of my portfolio because I've left it to, you know, the company that I use for that retirement account. Just I was like, here, make it grow. And they were like, okay, we're going to put it in this based on your retirement date. Okay, where do I sign? What button do I click on the website? And that's it. Like, it's saying, if we make it seem hard and people who have money, like, they, and some people will try to talk all over your head about, like, oh, when the interest rates and the Dow Jones and the S&P 500, I don't really know what any of those things mean, um, but I'll nod my head in a conversation and go look them up later or ask somebody. There's so many podcasts out here that are talking about money and podcasts, for the most part, unless you're on some sort of platform, are free to listen to. They don't cost you anything to download. It's free information. Hello. Um, but it can be intimidating, for sure. I was on the phone the other day trying to figure something out, and I called, and I was like, look, sis. Uh, I said, sis, I think she was a white woman. But I was like, look, sis, I, I don't know what this means. You're saying this. That doesn't compute. Sit, explain it to me like I'm seven, like I'm brand new to this, and I have this money, and I want to not be broke fully when I'm old break it down she said something else I was like I don't understand that say it more simple than that make people earn you know earn their pay if you're calling in get the answers that you are looking for and if you don't understand be like I don't understand it can be super intimidating though because they'll use the big words and they'll use the industry language and you just be like "Mm -hmm, okay no it's okay call with the friend on the phone that, that there's nothing wrong with that conference in the third person get together with somebody and be like I don't know I'm not exactly sure what to say but can you join me on this call so that like maybe you have a friend who's really good at breaking things down and interpret helping you interpret them use that that's what friends are for I was about to sing it but that's that's beside the point so those are some things I learned um and thought about when my <laughs> I was going through some lessons in pain Um, but then it made me think about the benefits that your employers have. So, um, utilize those for sure. Um, I listened to a bunch of podcasts, none of which I'm going to talk about. So I'm sorry, not this week, but I did want to do a quick shout out to representative Ayanna Presley, who I want to say she's like Connecticut maybe. Um, and I know I'm about to mess that up. So my bad. Um, but she is a politician, a black woman And she recently came out this week with, um, she revealed that she has and lives with alopecia and the journey of what that has been like over time, especially in the public public eye. And when I tell you, like, I watched that whole seven minute video from her Instagram. Um, the, I think the root did a great article and they, they, uh, hosted the video where she talks about it and the journey and that it's difficult and it's not, she's not really you know, comfortable with it yet. But when I tell you she has probably healed and is in the process of healing and letting people know that it's okay to be out about something that is not super popular, that you don't know really how people are going to outcome. And it's not going to impact everybody in the same way. But um, when I tell you she is a bad, bad baldy, like, oh my goodness, like it fits her. Um, But shout out to her for kind of putting that on display and um, helping to uh, minimize the stigma associated with alopecia 
And um, she talks about, you know, very clearly and openly about, like, I'm not comfortable with this yet, but there was only so much hiding that um, she could continue to do for herself um, and for people around her. So when I say, like, shout out to her, for sure, shout out to her. Um, Check out her um, video. It's on The Root. It's also on her Instagram page. I think it's, like, Rep Ayana Presley because she's a representative, politician. Um, So there's that. So... Kind of long episode this week. Thanks for listening. Um, You can find me mostly on Instagram at Two Quick Things. Uh, The podcast, if you look up Two Quick Things, you'll see my picture there. You'll see that um, you can listen to me on SoundCloud, Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Stitcher, Spotify. If you're listening, you know where it is. Thanks so much, guys. I will talk to you next week. Bye.